Welcome to Never Left College, where we discuss the highs, lows, laughs, and tea of university life from the perspective of two women working in higher ed. I'm Alicia. And I'm Winsome. Welcome to our first show, guys. Okay, so today we'll be talking about, um, let's see, the nine lives of COVID, spring 2020. And um, a couple other things that we'll get into. But first and foremost, how are you, Winsome? I'm doing well, Alicia. I'm just trying to make it through, making it through. Day by day? Yeah, hour by hour. Remember, we're not here for a long time, just a good time. I mean, how good is it really, though? But <laughs> Well, we're going to get into that. To it. <laughs> Have a seat. Class is about to begin. <laughs> All right, guys. So, okay, let's get into this campus news for the week. Um, hey, Alicia. So, like, what's been going on in the campus news this week? What do you think is, hap- is happening? A whole bunch of foolishness. I, I mean, mean so, so you and I are both in Florida. We're recording remotely because, you know, Covisha, which we're going to talk about. But um, we're in Florida. Florida is, excuse my French shit show. Um so yeah, mask mandates first and foremost. Um, let's talk about who has them, who doesn't, why, why not? Well, based on the research that I've done, um, the state of Florida seems to be sticking out like a sore thumb when it comes to mask mandates. Um, none of the thirteen state university system schools have any form of a mandate. I will say some are doing better than others as it pertains to really saying mask up to save your community and to, um, you know, be a a good steward of um, your community to mask up for everyone else on campus. But unfortunately, none of them have the authority based on what is coming down from the governor to really have... Are you talking about Governor Ron Death Santis? <laughs> I'm talking about the governor of Florida. Yeah, boy. Uh, so okay. we, we really have no um, no power at you know the state university system to really require masks. And I it I was on campus yesterday, and I'll tell you, I was appalled. I walked into the library to get me a little Bucky Buck Starbucks. The line was thirty deep. There were no masks. They were preparing to get there apple macchiatos and a top uh, of COVID with it. And so yeah. I just think we've just started school. So, so wait, 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 go back because you and I both understand this. We, we've worked in the university system for several years, but break it down. We're at the state university. Um, we're in the state university system, but break it down for people who don't understand. Um, explain how uh, we are kind of controlled by the Florida state legislator, et cetera, et cetera, who can do what, um, board of governors, give give us that. Yes. Yeah, so right now we're working in, in, in a system of just being uh, drones. We are governed by the state of Florida. Um, the, through the uh, efforts of the Florida State Board of Governors um, that oversee the college and university system here in Florida. And so we really can't mandate anything that is uh, against state law. 
um, or that is not in accordance with what the state would like via the its governor's request. Um, and so we are, you know, working based on what, what we've got, girl, and we've got little, little to nothing here. We're working on nothing. Um, so, and, but I think this goes as far as many states. I know, you know, the state, we're in the state of Florida, like you said, but the state of Texas is having some of the same issues. Um, only a few states have really, you know, taken it upon themselves to kind of really, um, you know, enforce mandates and kind of say, these are the things that we really would require. Um, so, for example, I'll give you a couple of states that just have no mandates whatsoever as it pertains to like, they're saying you should wear a mask, but probably not. And they're definitely not telling you to get a vaccine. So Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, um, you know, then you have like your states that are doing things that they need to do to try to keep themselves um, protected. And it seems like, you know, the District of Columbia, you know, make D.C. a state, statehood for D.C. Um, Connecticut is trying to right. do it. California is definitely doing its thing. Um, but, you know, here in the state of Florida, not so much. And so what does that look like? Like, I know you haven't really been back on campus, but I know for myself, like, what does that look like for you if you have to come on campus and, like, engage with students that, like, they don't have to wear a mask? And let's be clear, that is the expectation of university leadership is that we are engaging face to face with these students who we cannot mandate to wear a mask. So if they fight us down on their rights to not wear one, we're at risk. Yeah. So how do you like and, and that is exactly how I feel dealing with them every day, day in and day out. Um, I just I, I, I feel like university professionals are kind of like at a loss, you know, like. You know, we're the kids that never left college, uh, as the podcast says. But what what becomes of us when our university leadership is saying, you know, you need to go in, you need to teach classes face to face, but you can't mm -hmm. regulate that the students wear masks. Um, the state says that you can't. Um, we know that our, you know, K through 12 system in the state of Florida is... <laughs> At an upheave at this point, anybody that's following the news knows that like our, our students are at, they're basically at home because they're quarantined almost, you know, just diligently. But I just, Definitely. yeah. What do you do? Like, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what, what do you do at this point? Um, it's kind of like the wild, wild west. So it's like every man for themselves at this point. Um, <laughs> you got to double mask it up, I guess. You have to, and we'll talk about a little bit more later, but like you're going to have to utilize your remote services as much as you can and as much as is allowed. Like you said, I feel bad for those instructors and professors that have to be uh, teaching classes in person. Um, I know they've done they've taken some measures to mitigate um, uh, Covisha and her line sisters, as you like to call them. Um, by limiting class sizes, <laughs> uh, limiting class sizes. Um, I don't know if they're doing the six feet thing anymore. I don't think it's oh, possible. No, we're in not. We're not. We're not. They're I not. Mean, so yeah, all of that signage that was there just a few weeks ago has been removed. Um, and putting the onus and expectation and burden on the students who, let's be real, 
y'all ain't responsible. Adults are not responsible. I mean, we can't expect these people to be <laughs> uh, public health advocates. Um, it's just not going to happen. So like I said, every man for themselves, um, you're on campus. So I pray that you are keeping your office door closed. Um, and you know, just, just do what you can. Listen, I'm keeping my office door closed. I'm doing six feet. I keep a spray bottle of Lysol on me at all times. And I am two masks in and vaccinated. Um, so let's move on to, yeah, let's talk about these vaccines because in the summer, I remember I, 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 I felt, I kind of remember to my best of my knowledge that like Rutgers was the first university that I saw that I saw that said, girls get your vaccine or don't come back. And I think like a lot of people were, yes, people were like taken back by this idea of get it or don't show up. Um, and since then, many universities have taken that approach. Um, if you look online, you find a list um, based on U.S. News um, and World Reports for colleges, like, you know, vaccine requirements at Princeton, Columbia, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, Yale, Stanford, University of Chicago, University of Pennsylvania, California Institute of Technology, John Hopkins, Northwestern, Dartmouth, Brown, Vanderbilt, Rice, uh, Cornell, Notre Dame. Um, wow. Girls wow. are saying to put on your mask. As we go through the list, it's probably easier for me to tell you about um, the no's more than the yeses because the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill is a no and uh, the University okay. of Canada is a no. Um, wait, but, wait yeah. excuse me, which universities are, are now a un- the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill and the University of Florida based on this, you know, it's a smaller list. So they're giving you the list of like the top 30 schools, um, ranked the top 30 national universities, right. Um, and based on those top 30, two of them have decided on a, on a no um for the vaccine mm-hmm. um so unc and uf okay um the others okay. are saying get vaxxed or don't show and up of course there are factors at play there that people may not see on the surface like we discussed um state government playing a part in some of these decisions and mandates or or non-mandates right so that's important to take into account too. It looks like um, our our OGs up north, you know, the north has always been progressive. The south is not wanting to catch up. Um, it looks like they're on the ball when it comes to this. I mean, will the south rise again? I don't know. Have y'all, you know, woken up, come to play? What's what's going on? Um, I, I will say, I will say this. Um, I'm not a alum of this institution, but I will say that the univ- I'm not. But I will say that institution, the University of Florida, as far as their like signage, as far as their administrator getting online and saying like we all have a responsibility and you know we should mask up. I've seen those social media posts from a lot of others. I've seen nothing, and it's just like like you said, the faculty and staff are left out to dry. Now that the good girls at Pfizer have gotten themselves fully one hundred percent FDA approved, um. I'm I'm wondering, you know, if, is that going to be a, a game changer? We've seen several other colleges and universities say, like, 
get your vaccine or don't show up um, outside of this top 30 list since Pfizer has been fully approved. And I want to be clear. Um, I don't, I don't take a stance of vax or anti-vax um, because I do believe that, you know, people have a responsibility to themselves and to their communities. Now, as far as that going, I have gotten myself the jab jab, according to the people. Um, was I, I yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel like there are a lot of things that you put in your body, girls out there that are listening that you don't know <laughs> and they're not FDA approved. Alicia and I have already had this conversation. If you've drunk tap water in the state of Florida, don't talk about it. If you have ate at the good oh, girls, no. some of these, uh, allegedly at some of these fast food locations where their tuna is not tuna, please, again, don't, don't talk about it. Um, and so I just feel like there's a responsibility now, but outside of the responsibility, let's talk about the fact that at this point, at any college of, at, at any college or university, you have three years worth of freshmen. So let me break it down for y'all real quick. In fall of 2019, oh, we had a group that started. They were sent home prematurely right before spring break. Those girls never got to shake it for anything. They did not get to go to the beach and shake anything here. Um, the money maker, were, they, they, it was not shaken. Then the fall 2020 girls, they missed the entire senior year. There was no senior prom. There was no shaking. They did not go out and show me that they had you know, what they were working with. The bee's knees were not shown. And so they are now coming to college after doing 13th grade in their parents' basement or attic. And they are ready to shake it off. The fall 21 girls did not have a junior prom. They did not have a senior prom. And they are going to drop it low and show you guys that they have Meg's knees ready and reporting to college. We are dealing with three years worth of freshmen. And I just want everyone out there to take a moment to like really just think about college and university professionals because we're not parents of these students and we're really limited at what we can do to keep your students safe and keep ourselves safe. Right. Right. And and to add to that, like a lot of these students are living on campus and campus dorms and campus apartments, but a vast majority of them are living in off campus housing and where there may be you know, slight rules in the on-campus facilities, there ain't no rules when you leave campus, child. So all of the parties, they're happening. All of the gatherings, they're happening. You thought all you had to worry about before was underage drinking? Well, that's happening on top of everything else that we're dealing with in the middle of a panorama. So like you said, you got three years worth of freshmen or freshman mindset students mm -hmm. who have come for their freedom and they want to explore and they want to have fun and they want to be with their friends and they want to hang out. And a lot of them are not going to wear their mask. And that's just what it is. I'm really waiting to see what the, um, the numbers, the rise in cases is going to look like because uh, state of Florida, majority of schools started class on what, August 23rd. Um, so we're going to see, some of those cases within the, within the next few days. So um, this will be quite interesting and we'll see if it moves the uh, board of governors to 
make some changes and some decisions on requiring masks. Uh, Alicia, you know, like you said, will the South rise again? I'm not going to hold my heart to this because, you know, everybody got their rights. And so mm. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to wear my two masks and I'm going to order my groceries online. Like you've been telling me from 2017. And that's about it. (laughs) Listen, I stopped shaking hands in 2017, child. I've been ordering my groceries online since 2017. I'm not doing it with y'all. There's some crazy people out there. Okay. Um, So yes, join the club. Be safe. Stay at home. Wear your mask. Anything else to say on this? Just one last thing. So, you know, when colleges and universities, I'm going to use my intellectual side for a minute. When colleges and universities began in the United States of America, um, there was this idea of in local parentis, <laughs> um, Latin uh-huh. phrase. Um, and the idea okay. was that colleges and universities had this um, responsibility to kind of in in, in in the best words, to be in place of the parents in acting in local parentis, acting or done in place of parents. Um, that idea uh-huh. kind of went to sunder um, uh-huh. in the early um, in the early 1900s because you know students started going to college as free forming, free thinking adults. Like it wasn't 13th grade, and so what do you think of that uh, and how much of that can we bring back? Like uh, if you're sitting in a classroom as a professor with a student and a student starts to cough and looks completely like they've been hit by the panorama um, or by one of Kovisha's line sisters, you know, exactly what, how much of a right do you think it is for the professor to ask for that student to leave or to see how that student is doing, like how much can college and university prof- professors act as parents um, in in the face of this ensuing situation? Um, I don't think they have a lot of leeway. I know some universities have uh, assembled what they refer to as a task force to help with these types of issues. Um, whether it be uh, coming into the classroom and asking students to wear a mask or removing students from a class, um, removing students from the campus if, uh, for instance, they have tested positive for COVID and refuse to leave the classroom setting, things like that. Um, but outside of that, I mean, there is limited supervision um, there's their their hands are pretty tied on a lot of things, even outside of um, COVID. Like, how much can you really control these students if they're not breaking school rules? Um, so we do have some offices on campus that are put in place to help with some of these um, instances of uh, disobedience or bad behavior, or what have you. But at the end of the day, these are adults. And like you said, they have their rights. So there's not a lot that can be done, especially from the the um, teacher's perspective or from the the uh, professor. Um, and I feel like a lot of professors and instructors really feel helpless in a lot of these situations as well. Um, they have some access or some rights to be able to do x y and z in certain situations but a lot of them don't even know it um so the feeling of helplessness i think is real 
Um, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely feel that way. And to be honest, I'm not trying to be anybody's dorm mother. Um, and so I completely agree. Um, I think that the parents that send their students off to college need to instill in them a sense of responsibility to the community that is going to be their university community. I think like we can't in the same breath saying um, that they're adults coddle them and say that, but they're still kids. So we can't really hold them to the responsibility of wearing masks or going to get tested if they feel sick. Um, and so I just think like, I'm really asking like the parents as they, you know, you know, you sent them off to college and now I'm just asking that you pick up the phone and have a conversation with them about the responsibility that they have to the university community that they've joined and just ask them to like, you know, I know nobody wants to hear this, but ask them to wear their mask. And if they feel sick, you know, go get tested and quarantine um, however best the university will allow them to. And then also parents understand that the university may not have the space and the resources to quarantine your student. So please have your ducats ready because mm. you need to bring them home because they are sick. Please don't leave them on our doorstep sick because you feel like it's too much for you to come back and get them. Like it, it could really impact the entire community. So just asking parents, you know, you join these, co these college and university families. Um, Alicia and I are um, alum um, and we feel strongly about our colleges and universities that we went to and like it's still like family so when you join the join the family of whatever college or university you're attending now you joined as a family with your student so you know just have a responsibility and an onus to that space and like try to keep it safe and keep it protected until we eventually can like you know just weed Kovish and her line sisters out we just we really need the national organization to go ahead and bring them up for cease and desist and go ahead and take their letters away <laughs> until such a time um, that they can be excommunicated from this organization. We're just asking that. We try to all stay safe of them. Um, and, you know, that's about it when it comes to um, this campus news. Just try to stay safe out there, folks. Agree. Remember Kovisha is the common enemy here, so let's all do what we can to help ourselves and help each other. Um, I think you put that very well. So let's move on. Okay, so now it is time for the teachable moment. So we've been talking about COVID today. Um, we're going to continue because, I mean, that's just what's prevalent right now. It's fall 2021. Um, it's the fall semester. It's pretty um, active and lively out here on college campuses. So um, the teachable moment is where we give you the scoop on how to maneuver through some of these tough situations in college or on the job for those of you who work at universities like we do. So let's talk about campus, uh, COVID campus 101. So how to, how to survive on campus during the panorama. All right. Number one, in the words of Andrew Caldwell, wear your mask. Wear it. Wear your mask. That, and that's, that's it. Wear your mask. Wear it to class. Wear it in the student center. Wear it outside. Wear it inside. Wear it around people you know. Wear it around people you don't know. It's important to wear your mask. Number two, 
consider some online classes. So I know y'all are tired of these online classes as students. Some of um, the professionals, uh, the instructors and professors on the campuses, I, I know it is tiring, but this is one of the ways to help mitigate um, exposure. Um, I know some universities have limited the amount of online classes that they will allow. Um, they are trying to get back to a normal operating procedure, but things are just not normal. Um, so if you can offer an online class, take an online class, it'll definitely help to mitigate your exposure, like I said. Um, number three. Think about utilizing virtual services. So I myself have been working in a virtual space, so I am offering virtual sessions to the students that I see. Um, I am not meeting with them face-to-face -face as of right now um, and have not been since March 2020. Um, I believe that the virtual offerings have been just as effective and efficient as or, or more so than working um, in person with these students. It's easier to get to your appointments on time. Um, you don't get lost trying to find the office on these large campuses. Um, it just has streamlined a lot of processes for university offices and student services offices across the nation. Uh, so utilize virtual services um, as a professional, as a student, as a parent even. I've met with tons of parents virtually um, from their living rooms, from their bedrooms, to talk about whatever their students need to discuss, what help they need. Um, so yeah, I think those are some key pointers to, to remember and keep in mind. Um, anything you want to add? No, I'm just going to go ahead with, uh, with what Alicia said, like wear your mask. Wear it wear it make it your friend get you some cute ones double mask them up if you've got to um you know if you get yourself a good pack of seven you can wear a cute one each day and then you can wow. put them on in the wash um thank you just also please remember to wash the mask let's you know i know we're talking to <laughs> university professionals but uh in this good teachable moment wash your mask also um, that's how you are able to wear them and for them to protect you. We don't want your mask to become a weapon mm -hmm. also. So go ahead and wash them. But yeah, I definitely mm -hmm. agree. Um, I think that um, online and virtual options are definitely here to stay. I, I don't think that a lot of older college professionals like that because they think of the brick and mortar as truly a staple mm -hmm. of the institutional academic lifestyle. Um, mm -hmm. and so I, I think that we have to move ourselves as professionals, as younger professionals, even, um, to having those conversations, um, that like this, this may be the new thing. Um, so definitely, um, look for those options on your campus and even for, um, for, in, for our, um, employees that are on campus. Don't forget to find out about things that are happening in the virtual atmosphere um, for you just to be able to, you know, keep your sanity as you navigate um, this time. So like um, being able to meet with your supervisor, uh, make sure to keep up with those virtual meetings. Don't let them 
slack on it and then kind of, you know, it's because you're in a virtual space. Like, no, make the time to have those conversations. Even if you want to, um, while we're saying wear your mask and giving advice for students, like Alicia and I have sometimes gotten um, and had lunch together over um, over the phone, you know, on a, on a, a, a video call. Um, so do things that are is going to help you to stay connected with people, but in a safe space um, and find those opportunities because they are out there. Um, there's someone having lunch at their desk at home that would love to chit chat it up quickly with you because they used to do it outside on the bench or in your office. So, you know, take the opportunity to do it over a virtual space. That could be really cool also. That's a good point because we've done it. We've definitely done those. Yes, professionals need to take care of yourselves as well. Um, So everything that has been said goes for you too. Wear your mask. Wear it in the class. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. All righty. Okay. Thanks so much, Alicia. All right. So we're going to get ready to round out the show for today um, with something fun. We hope that you've enjoyed your time with us. Um, but just as a fun, before we leave today, just remember that we want to hear from you guys also. Um, you can send us your shady situations or even your more serious situations that you want us to talk about. You can send them to neverleftcollegepod at gmail.com. That again is neverleftcollegepod at gmail.com. And we will read them on the show and try to give you some advice or maybe you can teach us a thing or two. But for this first episode, because we don't have any um, yet, um, I'd like to pose a fun question to you, Alicia. So thinking back to your college days, if you could pick any five people to have gone to college at the same time with, they can be dead or alive or a character from a TV show, um, who would they be? Do you want me to go first about this? (laughs) Okay. Five people that I would have wanted to go to college with. Yes. Real fake dead or alive. Okay. You go first. Let me think about it. All right. So my first one's a toss up for my roommate. So if I had to be a roommate with someone in college, it would either have been Jaleesa Vincent from a different world or <laughs> our pristine forever first lady, um, Michelle Obama. Um, I kind of feel like in some ways, like, Jaleesa could have grown up to become Michelle. I don't know who her Barack would have been, but I feel like they carry the same qualities um, of being really driven. And I think that would have definitely helped me. So, like, definitely Jaleesa or Michelle or Miss michelle obama to be my roommate um and then as far as like people that i would have wanted to like have as um just like in my college atmosphere um i'm gonna go with um i'm gonna say steve urkel it sounds really odd but I just feel like Urkel has always like brought this sense of fun and he's a good spirited person. And honestly, at this time, he actually may have been able to help us with the situations that were happening with Kovisha. Maybe he could have like built some kind of machine to like, extract her from the air and send her back to 
the wild wild west where she came from um so urkel would have been one um i am gonna say a young joe biden because he looked like he knew how to have a good time um okay I'm going to say, and this, I'm just making this very clear. This is at, at an HBCU. So, yes, a young Joe Biden at an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Obama, Jaleesa, Urkel, and I have one more. Um, this one is, uh, for this last one, I would say... Mm. I, I'm gonna go with Whitley Gilbert. I've always had, you know, something for a different world. So I would have liked to be on campus with Whitley. The shenanigans would have played well. Okay. So those are my That's five. A good list. That's a really good list. I'm over here struggling as you were talking. I don't. Whew, child. This is an interesting question. All right, so I have two okay. so far. Um, number one on my list because you know I went to school in Florida, in South Florida. So the parties, you know, are epic. The clubs are epic. Rihanna is definitely my club partner. Oh, so, you know, yeah. when we're <laughs> when we're not studying. When it's time to have fun and let loose, my beige sister, you know, we're going to do it up together. Um, the only other person I can think of right now, because I always tell people, make sure you're not the smartest person in your study group. Mm-hmm. So I would have Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory as one of my study partners, because honey, I am not failing bio. You hear me? Chem, physics, none of that. Not failing it. Not with him. I am going to be studying with Dexter. Yes, accent and all. Um, so he's definitely going to be one of my my peoples. Um, you mentioned Michelle, so that makes me think of Barack because I think Barack would be a cool like. You got to have a male friend in college. Mm -hmm. You got to have. The male friend that's going to tell you, girl, don't talk to him. He did yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah, to give you um, they going to, you know, protect you from the people that you don't need to be around. You definitely mm-hmm. need to have um, friends of the opposite sex to help you understand how that works. Or, you know, even for those who are, are you know, interested in same sex, it's good to still have that balance. Um, so you can understand the mindset of different kind of folks. So I think Barack would be able to give the male perspective. So he would be in my group. Um, that's all I could really think of. Well, you would you would you have like someone? Um, would you have someone from? from like a cultural, like same cultural background as you? Cause I know like both of us are from the Caribbean. And like now that you say it, like I can't believe that I didn't put like a, like a spice or, um, or you put a Rihanna, but like, you know, we didn't put any of those on a, on, on I didn't put any on my list. So. 
True. That's a good question. So somebody from the islands. Hmm. Maybe like a DJ because, you know, they always let you in the party. So. Yeah. So like. You know, Vibes Cartel is still locked up, but you know, he seems like good people. Yeah, you um, slightly yeah, problematic, yeah. you know. Well, but which, um, which DJ isn't, girl? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Spice might be a good time too, child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anyone? I know this and is you like know, posing a, a, a somewhat different question, but is there anyone that you would have loved to teach you a class, like? To be like your most infamous favorite professor? Yes. Um, Felicia Rashad in okay. her character from the Cosby show. Now let's keep in mind Bill Cosby is canceled, the show is not. Um so uh Mrs. Huxtable, yes, I would take a class from her. Okay, okay. I know this is really weird because I am, you know, technically we're still in higher ed. And so this person is still um, functionally teaching. So I guess like I could definitely just at any point in time, take a class with them if I moved out to the West. Um, but I would want Angela Davis to teach me a thing or two. I knew you were gonna say that. Yes. 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 Um, we still have, she's still with us. Like yes, why are is. we not all flying to California to sit in her class? Why? I, I just need to do it. I need to take one random course at a university that she's teaching at just so that she can impart the wisdom that is needed to traverse this situation um, and not the COVID situation, um, the racial dynamic situation of America for me. And so, yeah, I think that would be like my, my professor. We'll have to get into that on a different episode, girl. We can't talk about COVID and race in one day. We would be here too long. The burden is heavy. Yes, another time. another time another time but guys don't forget to send your questions or your funny situations that have happened to you i know some of you are out there holding on to some really crazy college situations or even really crazy situations that have happened um since college because we are the kids that never left college as college and university professionals so don't forget to send those to never left college pod at gmail.com again that's never left college pod at gmail.com we are excited and we can't wait to hear what you have for us and, and don't so forget you can follow us on socials as well we'll leave the um our social media in the description um down at the bottom yes definitely come and join us on instagram and twitter um, let's interact um alicia and i are here because we are forever college and university um, advocates. Um, we are now college and university professionals calling ourselves the OGs of college and university um, professionals um, because we went to college and now we are here working. Um, and so we just want this to be a safe space for um, you know, college students. If you have questions about what occurs in college, you can listen to us. And then of course for our college and university professionals, this is where you can basically come to just like listen to what happens to the kids that never left college. So um, we encourage you to follow us on and social and know. write us a question. And don't forget parents too. And some, um, a lot of parents who want to find out, you know, 
what college is like these days, what their children are up against and et cetera, et cetera. So this is, this is for everybody. Yes, this is for everybody. Parents, join us. Um, we'll, we'll give you the scoop on admissions at some point. Um, and then financial aid, you know, are you really getting what you're paying for? And so we'll talk about all of that. And so we are excited for you to join us on this new journey. Uh, join the Never Left Col- the Never Left College pod family on social and write us. Um, but this is where we're going to end for today. So guys, just remember, it's been a good time, not a long time. But then again, nobody likes a long class. Um, We hope that you have an amazing week and you remember college is a place to live, love, and laugh. But if you never leave, we're also here to help you make it through. Stay safe. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.